Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello, and welcome to another episode of a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I sit down with people and talk about some really helpful and inspiring things that they're doing in the gluten-free community, and I also share my own story of having celiac disease and being gluten-free along the way. Before we get into things today, I would, as always, like to acknowledge this land of Gundungurra country, otherwise known as the Southern Highlands of New South Wales, Australia, where my family and I are lucky enough to live on, and also where I'm currently recording this right now. It's the land of the Gundungurra people, and they are the true custodians of this land. I'd like to acknowledge the stories, traditions, and living cultures of all Indigenous elders, past, present, and emerging. Also, I am not a medical professional myself, but joining me and marketing specialist at Celiac Australia, Emily Monaco, on the podcast today will be Penny Delsberger, who is Health Advocacy Officer at Celiac Australia and an accredited dietitian, and she'll be talking all things health and health-related research. But we'd just like to remind you to always seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to doing anything to your health or diet. All right, let's get into the episode today. Good morning, Penny and Emily. Thanks for joining me here. Morning, Ben. Morning. Thanks for having us. What's happening at Celiac Australia at the moment? Lots. <laughs> oh, there's lots going on, Ben. Um, we've just wrapped up the Sydney Expo. It was a great success. And now we'll go to Perth, head over to WA, which is on the 27th and 28th of August. This event's going to be held at the Claremont Showgrounds in the Tom Wilding Pavilion. It's an event not to be missed. We've had a few years of no expo over at WA so the community over there are really excited in terms of other stuff we've got uh, it's the new financial year from the 1st of July and it's always a great time to join one of our great benefits is the five percent discount on eligible eligible gluten-free products at Woolworths and if you're already a a member and you haven't renewed yet there's you know there's always time to renew and um, just pick up the phone, give the membership services team a call. Uh, happy to renew you and um, talk you through all the great benefits that we have for the for the upcoming year. Awesome. Thanks, Emily. And Penny? Yes, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what else, what's happening in the health area at Celiac Australia at the moment? Yeah, well, we've got some really exciting um, research going on at the moment as part of our Celiac Research Funding Round. I think you had a question Um, relating to a test where people don't need to eat gluten to be tested for for celiac disease, which is um, a really, could be a real game changer in terms of how we not only diagnose celiac disease, but also how people can avoid the gluten challenge and be tested for celiac disease. So um, interleukin-2 is a chemical that's detected in the blood of those with celiac disease shortly after gluten exposure. Um, it's a marker of immune activation, so specifically the T cells um, in the blood. Um, so there's a potential for this to change how we diagnose celiac disease potentially um, with no biopsy. Um, there's two approaches being investigated at the moment. So the first involves someone ingesting gluten, someone with celiac disease ingesting gluten, and then a couple of hours later a blood sample is taken 
um, and then they they look for interleukin two. So it would mean you don't have that sort of six to eight week challenge um, with gluten before being tested, which that can be something that's really hard for people to do, especially if they've been off gluten for a while, they feel so much better to tell them, oh, yeah, just go eat gluten um, for a little while. That can make them feel really unwell. So to, to have this as an option would be amazing, one single load or meal followed by a blood test. The other option um, is even better. So they're also looking at whether a blood sample can be taken, which is then incubated with gluten outside the body um, and then tested for interleukin-2. So that means that no gluten needs to be ingested at all by the person with celiac disease or potential celiac disease. So that could really, really change um, the face of how we do the gluten, approach the gluten challenge and make things a lot easier that way. But there is also potential for um, us to eventually simplify the diagnosis of celiac disease as well. So really exciting stuff. Yeah, um, absolutely. Fair bit more to go in terms of the research there, but certainly watch this space. There will be a really good update on this and some other projects going on as well in the September Australian Celiac magazine. So um, members, keep your eye out for that one. It's yeah, really good good way to to keep in touch with with everything that's happening at the moment. Fantastic! That sounds so exciting, and I'll be looking forward to seeing the developments in that. Yeah, it is that trial yeah. phase. Yeah. And one other question, we had so many questions last time, so <laughs> we'll have to sort of sieve through them as we go. But yeah. uh, one was latest on diagnosis of children and if the gene testing is accurate, any developments? Yeah, so at the moment, the gold standard for diagnosis remains the simple antibody blood test followed by a confirmatory biopsy for celiac disease. There is an option um, in children in very specific cases where it can be diagnosed without biopsy, without the need for a biopsy. Um, it's really important that this or any diagnosis of celiac disease, but especially in kids, that it be done by a paediatric gastro and that the paediatric gastro make the call as to whether this no biopsy criteria can be applied um, in, in children. It is specific to children, not, not in adults. Um, and it relates to the level of your antibodies. Um, so if you have extremely high antibody levels with the tissue transglutaminase reading, they can then opt to do another blood test and look at another specific antibody, antibody called endomysial or EMA. It's not one that we use that regularly in Australia. Um, but if you also have really high readings on that one as well, then that can that can um, warrant a diagnosis without biopsy. But that does need to be done by a paediatric gastro looking at the entire clinical picture. Um, in terms of the query about genetic testing, um, certainly that can be a really useful tool in the diagnosis of celiac disease. Certainly standalone, the gene test is not diagnostic. Um, lots of people, about 50% of the population in Australia, carry one or more of the genes related to celiac disease. So just being gene positive doesn't mean that you will have or ever get celiac disease. Only one in 40 people who are gene positive will actually get celiac disease. So it's not diagnostic in that sense, but it can be really useful to exclude celiac disease. So if you don't have the gene, then that effectively means you cannot ever get celiac disease. Um, so it could be useful, especially when there's a family history of celiac disease. Um, you could um, do the genetic testing on children 
if they're negative for the gene, then that means you don't have to worry about them ever getting celiac disease. Um, if it's positive, then you just have to monitor them and test regularly um, as recommended. Um, we do have a fact sheet on our website around the testing and diagnosis of celiac disease in children. Um, so that's a really useful guide and reference for people as well. Yeah, and I'll link that in the show notes for sure because I think right. uh, yeah, anybody going through that testing period with their kids, I think as much information as you can get about that as possible is um, yeah really helpful. Yeah. So thanks for that, Penny. And thank you so much for joining me here, both of you today. But um, yeah, as always, can you let listeners know how they can contact Celiac Australia if they have any questions, want to sign up as a member or make a donation? Yeah, certainly. So you can go to our website, which is celiac.org.au. You can join online and there's lots of great information there um, to have a read of. And also, if you want to give us a call, our member team is always happy to help. So it's 1300 458 836 is the contact number. Awesome. Penny and Emily, thanks for chatting to me today and I'll chat to you next time. Thank you. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.